She gets up early in the morning to use her Freedom bus pass to stay on buses all day to avoid using energy at home. What else should Elsie cut back on? Well, I don't want Elsie to cut back on anything. Let's talk about about Elsie and what we're uh, what we're what we're doing. And I just remind you that the uh, the twenty four hour freedom bus pass was something that I actually introduced. Cut! And welcome to your latest edition of Pod Culture Vultures. Tastes so good, make you want to slap your mama, don't it, Willie? Yeah, boy. Hey, mama. What the hell you want with... With me, Dino, as always. And joined with me is my hetero life mate, Keverini Beanie. How's it hanging? It's all good, mate. I love the way you say Pod Culture Vultures. When you say pod, you look... Pod, pod, pod. It's a bit like Blackadder, isn't yeah. it? He says Bob, 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 Pod, Pod. Enunciate, dear, enunciate. Oh, yard, oh, yard. Tits and teeth, tits and teeth. Tits and teeth. Yeah, so how you, how you, how you been then, my old man? Not too bad. It's been a while, isn't it? It's, it's been yeah. a while. Yes. Been, been a wee while, yeah. Yes, um... No, I've not been too bad. I mean, I was a bit ill at the beginning of the week, so we were going to record some extra stuff on Tuesday, but... Uh, the shits, didn't you? Fucking did I. Bloody two bob bits coming out of both ends, mate. <laughs> I had a dodgy bit of mutton vindaloo or something. Slashing like a Grand National. Oh, it wasn't that, mate. It was fucking coming out of me like a bloody fountain. Was it? <laughs> yeah, an arse fountain. Double-ended fountain. Oh, mate, yeah. Anyway, I've firmed up now. <laughs> <laughs> Plenty of roughage. Yeah. Yeah, no, well, no. Yeah. Mm. I did have some orange juice the other day, though. That set it off a bit again. So oh, that's something you don't want to do. No, not really, no. You're dicing with death, aren't you? Yeah. yeah every fart was a gamble, I'll was tell it? you. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm on the dry ones now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm back on the Audrey Guffs there, boy. The Audrey Guffs. Hey. Yeah, we'll see, see a bit later when you're dropping them. Oh yeah, <laughs> Naughty yes, it could be a swift taxi home, couldn't it? Yeah, it could be. It could be yeah, <laughs> enough of this, enough of this <laughs> toilet-based nonsense. <coughs> Composure. So, uh, how, how have you been? Have you been uh, watching anything new? Anything? Unfortunately, you've been shitting as well. <laughs> have you had a shit since we last spoke? No, at all? Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not to uh, not to your extent, but no. yeah, regular. Regular, regular hound dog. Um, what have I watched? Anything oh. to report on? Uh, oh, I had a bit. Um, had a double Nick Cage the other day. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, that's no, that's no sort of toilet sort of uh, talk yeah. there. No, I um, I was I was flicking through um. Netflix over there, and I thought, I fancy reading something really cheesy, and Con Air just happened to pop up. Oh, the classic. So it is a fucking classic. Great it's Con film, Air, great you know, film. There he is in his, his tight, tight Levi's, his white vest, his long mullet, curly mullet. That's a beautiful He's, he's basically a rip-off of Van Damme from Hard Target, just yeah. like a few years later. Um, but that film is so good. 
It is. It's really a, good. just a really, really good action film. And then once I was done with that, um, it comes up, oh, based on watching Con Air, Con Air, we recommend Gone in 60 Seconds. I was like, fuck it. <laughs> so then I watched Gone with 60 Seconds, yeah. which is another cheesy classic. Yeah. And at the end of that, it came up based on uh, watching Gone in 60 Seconds. Uh, we recommend Con Air. And I almost pressed the button again. I thought, well, <laughs> <laughs> There's so many people in Con Air, though. I mean, we, we should do that at some point. Well, we will, definitely. I mean, John Cusack's in it. Yes. He's wearing some sort of weird sandal shoes, which annoys me. It, it annoys what's his name as well, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Irish guy. And uh, it's got Steve Buscemi, who's great in it, sort of a Hannibal Lecter character. That's right, yeah. And uh, John Malkovich. John Malkovich. Cyrus the Virus. Fucking excellent. It is, it's all-star all star cast. Even Dave Chappelle's in it, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah a very yeah, young really, Dave yeah. Chappelle. But um, I'd say that's probably one of my favourite Nicolas Cage films. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think Con Air and Wild at Heart. I mean, oh, that's a good one, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I haven't seen that in years. Did you see Leaving Las Vegas as well? The one he won the Oscar for? Yeah, that's the one with Elizabeth Shue and yeah. he's drinking himself to death. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah I did see that. It is a bit dark. It's a bit dark in nah. the But uh, you do get to see the old um, Elizabeth Shoes uh, uh, knockers. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember that badge there. I should have done. I but it's probably not a full on... I've only seen it once though. Because what's yeah, that? I'm like, sure. Like, I'm like, sure. Like I've only seen it once. Uh, I'll have to investigate. But, uh, yeah. but yeah, anyway, so I watched I watched those, um, yeah, which were classics. Um and I think I've watched. I must have watched Con Air like twenty times now because it's yeah, it's great. What is it like twenty five years old? One, but it's just it's just entertaining from start to finish. It's one of those films you've got to watch at least once a year, isn't it? It is, yeah, it's, yeah. Because it's just so good. And there's just so many like cool action set pieces, and there's so many like one liners, and it's it is really far fetched and stuff, but it's just it's just fantastic. It's, yeah. It definitely just entertains you for whatever it is like two hours. Entertain. Entertain. Um, apart from that, I've been watching this uh, show on Netflix called Money Heist. It's a Spanish one. Oh, yeah. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Ooh. It's just, it's really addictive. It's really suspenseful. It's, it, it, I was reading just yesterday, I think it was, because I'm on the third, just started the third season or third part. Mm. And... Uh, what I was reading, it was um, they said that the writers didn't write the complete series. Yeah, you know they were writing it basically as they were going to try. Really? And, yeah, so that it, they kind of um, that's an interesting concept, isn't it? To sort of like build the character arcs as they're sort of getting into the. But the story. thing is, is what yeah, what else? What I really adds to that is that kind of not knowing what really comes next, as opposed to planning it all out and sort mm. of it's just kind of like you know going into that sort of unknown and. With the episode, it is every episode is on a cliffhanger, and there's just something, something else happens. Yeah, and it's it starts off it quite linear, but it just branches off and it goes off into a real tangent. And I think just that whole idea of writing it as they were going really yeah. added into that. Um, and I, yeah, I really recommend that one. I think you'd like that one, and it's um, give it a look. I'll give it a look. Yeah, it's very addictive. It's very very addictive. I think. On a completely polar opposite side of that, <laughs> I was going to say, I watched the new Scream film. <laughs> oh, did you? Yeah. Any good? Bit of a Force Awakens again? It's much of the same as, as the ones they've done before. They've It's it's almost a parody of itself, sort yeah. of. 
but um, it was yeah, well, it was all right. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's got um, it's got the originals, isn't it? It's got the originals, but it's got Dennis Quaid's son in it. He's the main guy, John yeah. Quaid. Yeah, <laughs> Quaid, one of the Quaid, one of the famous one of the Quaids, Quaids. Yeah. one of the Quaders, uh, flight of the last Quaders. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, who else? It's got the the girl that is in um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, who's one of the girls that go in to do the murder, the one who's fucking start raving mad. So DiCaprio sets her on fire. Oh, I remember that bit. I can't remember exactly who. Anyway, she, she's... But she's in it, she? Yeah. I mean, spoiler alert there, but without even having to spoil it, but, yeah. Um, very woke. The uh, <laughs> the other thing that, that caught mind's eye is um, an old an older TV show, American TV show, called Community, which I'd kind of, I've seen. It's on Netflix. Is They've it the American got, comedy one? Yeah. With um, what's his name, Leslie Chow from the Hangover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I started watching it back in the day, but I well, I kind of just was looking for something, for something to watch the other week, and I wanted something without going back and watching the American Office again. Yeah, because I've seen that a few times. I thought I want something like that, but different. You know what I mean? Anyway, I was going to watch that Parks and Recreation, but I thought there's quite a lot of episodes of that. And this community had um, six seasons that were all on Netflix. And I think there was 13 episodes per season sort of thing. And also, like you said, Leslie Chow was in it, yeah. which was a pull. Also, um, Chevy Chase is in the first few seasons. Is he? Yeah, and, it, and his character's brilliant. Is it a it? school, isn't it? They're teachers. It's... Um, um, it's a community college, which it's kind of like a cheap college that people can go to just to pick up some basic skills, basic skills, qualifications, sort of yeah. things, and anything. But no, they're students there, and um, yeah, Chevy Chase is supposed to have been there for thirteen years doing different courses. <laughs> um, but there's so many pop culture references in it; it, it really, you know, after the first few episodes, I thought, well, I'm into this, and I was yeah. just just binging it. But there's there's loads and loads of pop culture reference and stuff, and it really goes off on. It, it's kind of like most of the stuff won't wouldn't happen because of the situation they're in. But it's one of those comedies where there's there's no restrictions. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. They even sort of like say <laughs> these six people wouldn't we wouldn't be doing this. We just met up just to have a sort of um, <laughs> a uh, study group once a week. Yeah. Don't they have like a Call of Duty episode or they, they reenact like Call of Duty? Every season they have a end of year paintball thing. Oh. And okay. the whole school goes into sort of paintball, but it's really it's really good how they do it and there's yeah. I say there's a lot of homage and stuff. There's an there's an Asian guy in it and I think he's an Arab guy in it and he's like into filmmaking and stuff and obviously all his favourite films are our sort of favourite films yeah. and that, and I'll give. I'll have to give references it go, yeah. to the Goonie, and also it's got um, it's got um Alison Brie in it. Oh yeah, yeah. Who is I'm absolutely in love with her. I think now she was she was in um, Mad Men, but she was also in Glow. Glow, yeah, which, it, yeah. which is you know she's she's lovely in that. But she's married to um, 
she is married to what's his name's brother, uh, Franco, James Franco's brother. Who's his brother's name? Franco. James. My mind's gone blank. <laughs> yeah, anyway. It begins his... with D. Whatever. But she's married to him. But uh, she's lovely. She? Yeah. Really? Yeah, she's lovely. Little Franco. Mm. Dave Franco. <laughs> Dave? <laughs> no, seriously. What's Dave? <laughs> straight up. Rodney Franco. Oh, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, highly recommended. Community on Netflix and obviously uh, Ken Chow. It's very good in it. I watched um, there was a film I've been meaning to watch for quite a while. It's called Beautiful Boy, and I watched that. It's got Steve Carell and Timothee Chalamet in it. Yeah, um, have you seen it? No, because it's one of your serious films. It is. A, it's a serious. <laughs> yeah. So so basically, for for two hours, I was broken. Yeah. It broke me. Yeah. Um, how? Um, I'm not so good with that, as you know, because I, I get it's what... it's very much from the point of view of of. Steve Carell is the father, and yeah. Timothee Chalamet is—he's um, he, a young man who um, he gets into. Uh, he, I think he, he starts with crystal meth, or something. No, he starts with weed, and he gets into crystal meth, and yeah. he, he basically becomes addicted to drugs. And it's kind of like his sort of downward spiral, but also like he tries to rehabilitate himself, and then he kind of relapses and stuff. But it's it's very much from the the, the father point of view of yeah. doing what he can to support his son and. And what's really interesting is it goes, it, it kind of goes backwards and forwards in time, with, uh, but only in the sense of the memories that Steve mm. Carell has of his son. So like, when he's younger, one of the younger versions is played by the the boy who played Eddie in It, in the remake yeah. of It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's just, there's this, there's a really cool scene where he's introducing him to Nirvana. And <laughs> yeah. he's, he's, he's got a Nirvana t-shirt on the old smiley face t-shirt. And um, they're listening to territorial pissings, and um, and it kind of goes, and it does. It just goes backwards and forwards like that in time. Mm. But um, yeah, it's really, it's a really moving film. But it's um, it was it was one I knew I'd be very, I, I would be emotionally compromised. And it, honestly, it didn't, it didn't take probably more than about five minutes, <laughs> and it set me off. And then I was just, that was it. I was just done for two hours. Yeah, but it's 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 a really really moving film um but it's yes it's definitely uh, a, like a ball breaker one it's it's, it's yeah it's, it's it's a very it's very it's very sad um but be honest with you Kevin, it's probably not one for me there's, no there's, it's not yeah. well over, it's, first firstly it's it's over uh, the running time of 90 minutes secondly it's it's a very grown up <laughs> kind of movie then it's it's it's, it's very so, sad and, and uh, there's no dick and fart jokes there's no it? dick and fart jokes well, there you go. So, dick and fart jokes is what we need but um <laughs> but yeah i do recommend that if you don't fancy a dick and fart joke just for two hours i tell you, i did see the if other you had a really good cry if you want to just get it all out that's uh, your emotions, not your cock, by the way. No, I can't. I think I've cried. I'm 44. I've cried at everything that needs to be cried at now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's it. Done. That's it. That's it. That's it. Done. I've drawn a line it. Yeah, it. drawn a line in the sand. Nothing upsets Done. me anymore. No. Other than labouring over a hard turd. <laughs> now, Which you will do in a, be doing in about 27 minutes. Probably, yes. Yes, yes. <laughs> Bit of a Hannibal Lecter one. Um... <laughs> <laughs> well, he, he, Hannibal Lecter, well, he, he eats human flesh. Oh. I imagine he has to labour over a turd if he eats any human. He probably analyses it now in him, though, doesn't he? Mm. Probably does it on like the uh, on the side. He could be to smell what he's eating. He probably <laughs> smells someone else's turd and sees what they. 
Oh, I see on Tuesday head peanut butter. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> speaking of like childish stuff that I like, I uh, watched this thing I think yesterday or the day before of um, Eric Andre. Have you heard of him? Who's Eric Andre? <laughs> well, you haven't heard of him. He's, no, um, obviously not. No, he had his own show, the Eric Andre show on Adult Swim, which I hadn't... I just saw it and thought, oh, I'll click on that, see what it's like. It's basically, he was in the new Jackass forever. He was in it a little bit, sort of a cameo. Right. But he, he kind of has um, actors or people on... And they don't know what's going to be happening. He, he so it goes like a chat show from go on, but he just does like weird stuff. <laughs> it's just really weird stuff happening. What, like a Dirty Sanchez weird sort of stuff, or not or like Jackass kind sort of thing. Jackass sort of thing. Yeah. yeah, I mean, the start of it is him. He just sort of like runs through the set, jumps through this <laughs> bookcase that he's got on there, <laughs> then flies up in the air and smashes through the table. <laughs> and he starts to, there's like a live band playing and all that, and he runs and jumps into the drummer and starts beating him up. <laughs> sort of oh. bit. And then they do pranks out in the public sort of thing, yeah. where he's, uh, he does a character called <laughs> Ranch Sauce Man, where he just keeps going, hey, dude, we got any ranch sauce there, man? <laughs> These people are like, can you fuck off? I'm not interested. <laughs> and no, we don't have that sauce. <laughs> oh, he did this thing where... <laughs> Sorry. He did this thing where he looked like he'd fallen into wet cement up to his waist, right? And he had the construction work stuff. And he said, oh my God, someone help me. I can't move. <laughs> and these people were trying to help him. And he goes, how can we help him? He said, someone get me an ice cream. <laughs> and this guy went and got him one. <laughs> <laughs> got him the ice cream and he went oh can you get me one with sprinkles and he went back and got sprinkles but yeah that sort of stupid humour but um, yeah they have uh, they have um, sort of celebrities sometimes they're impersonator celebrities like there's a guy that's got a, a passing resemblance to George Clooney that it, they have him going on there all the time that, that does stuff <laughs> one the other one they said they had Russell Brand and it's this really skinny old uh, black guy yeah. <laughs> without any shirt on or <laughs> what? it's just really mental <laughs> it's kind of a cross between Jackass and sort of like the old Reeves and Mortimer what's sort it of. called? it's called the um, the on the Eric Andre show and what, what's it on? it was on Adult Swim I don't know it's got a live thing on Netflix and also the film that he did right of it which that, that I watched that last year actually that is quite funny if, if you're as childish as I am sort of thing that gets like uh, he's uh, <laughs> he's doing a job as uh, someone who cleans cars and then for somehow the <laughs> his boiler suit gets caught in the uh, vacuum cleaner and sucks off completely it's completely <laughs> what's it called again oh Eric Andre the Eric Andre show yeah oh, legalise everything that's the one that's off around that's, oh that's the stand up one that's the stand up one that's just <laughs> him <coughs> but I think there he's um, I think he, he's quite the thing that's sort of probably Starting to get noticed now. Oh, he's on the up, is he? I think so. That sort of thing. But it was funny. So he had um, 
Or if you get an actor on there that's done something, he'll just bring it up straight away. Yeah, yeah. And then he says to this woman, I can't remember which woman it was, he said, do you want to huff some cheesecake with me? And she goes, what do you mean, huff some cheesecake? You mean eat it? Goes, no, huff it. And then he took his first... <laughs> he, what? <laughs> he cut a slice of it and then shoved it up his ass. <laughs> <laughs> it's half this cheesecake. <laughs> <laughs> Ridiculous. Now, what shall we talk about? So, Rocky 3. Rocky 2. <laughs> Undus 2. Rocky 2. So, Rocky 3. One of the best Rockies. Well, they're all good, but. With the exception of number 5. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, you're right. There. Which was just terrible. It is, but it's kind of. <laughs> it's me quick in my oh, lip right, bomb, yeah. yeah. I wasn't me actually dropping one. <laughs> um, yeah, the fifth one, it's kind of one of those ones where you, if you've watched the four, you've got to kind of watch the fifth one to get further with it. Tommy Gunn. Tommy the Machine Gunn. And, but also, it's got what's his name in the fifth one, who's supposed to be like a Don King character. Uh, who what's is... his name? He's um, the guy that's in, he's in Men at Work. And they live. The black guy. Oh. Oh, what's his name? A minute work. Who's he in minute work? The the black guy who tries to take his chips. Never mess with another man's chips. Oh yeah yeah. Oh the um. Uh, he's not there to review. He's there to keep an eye on him, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah yeah. Literally, he's actually in the last series of that community as well. Was oh, he? Funny, yeah. Um. Yeah, and he's quite funny as that character. And actually, I don't even think it's him. I think I'm just talking shit. He just, that's it. <laughs> he's making it up as he goes along. Anyway, Mr. T. Anyway, Mr. T, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Club Lang, Mr. T. His first film. Introducing. Yeah. We actually thought that, um, Mr. T as a lot of people do, think that that character's based on... Tyson. Um, Mike Tyson, yeah. But... It was 1982, and he wouldn't have been that well known at all. He would have been. He, well, there, I suppose in those circles, he he would have had a reputation as an up and coming fighter. Possibly, but, yeah. Uh, may, maybe that you said during the film. Maybe it was just you know Stallone having an eye for these things. It maybe could have been. It could have been that that's who he he did kind of base that character off. Yeah, For, forty Tyson. years ago. Yeah, it's a long time. But Tyson won his first heavyweight belt in 1986. Yeah, so that would only mean like four years before. So he, he would yeah, have been. Yeah, he could have been. Coming, he yeah. could have been. But also, I did read that there were other boxers like that. I think George Foreman was supposed to be a bit like that as well. Yeah. Back in the day. But he's a good, he's a good villain, isn't he? Brilliant. Um, he was always my favourite opponent. Yeah, I think though that's probably also because when I started watching Rocky films when I was a kid, the third one was the first one I watched because it was around that time. Yeah, and I think Rocky, the first one obviously is is more of a drama type film, isn't it? It's got that, it's got that edge to it, isn't it? Yeah, the the first no, one seventy five, seventy six, wasn't it? Seventy. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was 76. Mm. Um, Rocky 2 was 
789, I think it was. 7829. So yeah, 78 yeah. it was, that one. So, um, but yeah, the, I think the, the first one, yeah, definitely does play out as more of a serious drama. I think the second one, pretty much same in, in the same vein. And it's, it is, yeah. The third one is where it kind of launches off into something kind of different, doesn't it? It's it becomes a bit more cheesier I suppose in a sense it becomes more of more of a um, franchise doesn't it when it gets to the third one you've got that franchise because the first two films are a good two hours long yeah right? whereas when you get to the third one it's nine, about 90 minutes and then I think the fourth one's barely even an hour and 20 where it's just sort of like yeah, this set one... up train fight yeah, this one was an hour and thirty nine, and I think the fourth one is about an hour and yeah, about hour and twenty eight. Yeah, there's uh, no messing around. But there's there's like a formula, isn't it? Because even like there's a formula that they kind of adopt in the third and the fourth one with the whole training montages. Yeah, and then there's the the, the use of like popular hits from that time. So this mm. one being the Eye of the Tiger, being like the you know the, well, that the came, that was the that was came out off the back of that didn't it mm, yeah of the of the film I still love the video for that though Survivor isn't yeah. it there's <laughs> just this one bit when they're walking down the street and they're all wearing like leather jackets and I think the lead singer's wearing a beret and they all looking really serious but the keyboard geezer's on the far right and he's wearing like a loose white shirt and glasses and he's got a mullet and not only does he really look like he's he, but he really stands out and he does and they're walking down the road and I, I swear he's like he, he hits like a lamppost or something <laughs> <laughs> or either that or he, he has to dodge this lamppost at the last second because there's just there's not enough space for them to walk down the road it's brilliant and then when they get to them playing like in their uh, rehearsal space it looks like they've got loads of bin bags I think it's yeah. like behind them it's brilliant yeah so yeah, there's definitely there's like a formula and like with the montage and the use of the, the, those sort of themes and um, I think what the fourth one has on all the rest of them and uh, is is that it's, it's for me it's got the greatest soundtrack and this one's got a good soundtrack yeah and uh, you know the Rocky theme is legendary um, the fourth the fourth one just really stands out for me but um, but this one I think is a really good. I suppose the third one and the fourth one are quite similar, aren't they? Because they're yeah. almost like revenge movies, aren't they? Well, like, they are, yeah. Because, obviously, within this one, he does fight Clubber Lang. After we find out that, apparently, Mickey, his trainer, has been sort of picking his, his fights so he knows that Rocky can win. He, well, basically, more or less, he's not letting him fight anyone that could hurt him. <laughs> no, I don't hate Balboa, but I pity the fool. And I will destroy any man who tries to take what I got. What's your prediction for the fight, then? Prediction? Yes, prediction. Pain. <laughs> yeah, In so he's protected him, but he's yeah. made it a bit too easy. But he hasn't told him, has he? No. So he thinks he's off. Yeah. Was he like, is it 10 consecutive wins, isn't it, after yeah. his title fight? And um, um, Clubber Lang's the up-and-coming one who wants to fight him, but Mickey won't. He's kind of won't acknowledge the fact that he's there sort of no because he knows he'll pan, pound 10 pounds of shit out of him yeah. he? he's gonna kill you to death <laughs> which he does <laughs> you're gonna weep thunder and crap lightning <laughs> all the other way around penguin <laughs> boy but um yeah so it's kind of like because he fights him and Mickey basically has a heart attack just before he goes out Snuffs it. So Rocky's got to go back and fight him just to. Uh... No, he snuffs it when he comes back, doesn't he? 
He has yeah. the heart attack and then he stuffs it when he comes back. Yeah. But he lets him think that he's won. That's right, yeah. And, um, yeah, so then it's kind of about him training to be, to, to fight him. And the only way he can fight him is to enlist the help of uh, Apollo Creed. Whose idea it is, really, isn't it? It is, really, that he, he goes that and goes to L.A. to train how um, Apollo Creed trained. Fucking Paulie's my favourite character in all of them, though. Yeah, he's he's he's, he's just, my favourite one. It's just, it's just all those little moments, though, isn't it? Like yeah. even that bit when is it towards the end when he Rocky has the water and he spits it back <laughs> in the bucket. It just it jumps back, doesn't he? Still, it goes over the edge over him as well. Or even at the, at the beginning when he's like pissed yeah. and they have that like, little commotion in the car park. And he's yeah. saying to Rocky, you always put me down, you don't do this for me. And yeah. He's like, he feels really entitled, doesn't he? It's just because Rocky's got money that he should give it to him. Yeah. <laughs> I'll sweat you. <laughs> so, yeah, so, yeah. He's just really, so he, they go for that and he just goes, good job. <laughs> what did I do? What'd you do? Nothing. For yourself? Oh, nice. Look, you fixed your face up, handsome. Nice clothes. What'd you do for Paulie? Anything? Three years, did you get me a job? Yeah. This, you gave me a lousy stinking X Legs watch. This. Hey, Paulie. What? What? There. That's right, no, leave it down. I never kept a good time anyway. All you have to do is ask. <laughs> and you're there a is, bum. There is, um, now I've got to be careful about this, but there is a perfect p bit in the film which just sums up racism, mm. basically, is when they're in. Um, Apollo's gym that they've gone to and it is predominantly a, a black gym so there's all these black boxes yeah. and Paulie kind of takes Rocky aside and goes um, I don't like these people and then Rocky goes well maybe they don't like you and then Paulie goes well, what do I ever do to them and this is like well, yeah. this is fucking ridiculous but that's it. He, he kind of thinks like that doesn't he he doesn't he, he sort of says no. what's on his mind but he doesn't really think about the yeah. I don't know consequences ramifications or even like the full understand he doesn't understand what he's really no. saying does he and he just he seems to do that throughout <laughs> the whole thing because doesn't he do I think it's something like that in the second one like he won't won't he watch I can't remember that like he won't watch Rocky fight or something like I can't remember what it is but he just can't that's just his character isn't it yeah he's always <laughs> or oh, woe is me, isn't he? He's that yeah, kind of he's character. Just moaning all the time. Moaning, that's it, yeah. It's like in the fourth one as well, when they go to Russia and he's moaning because it's too cold. What are we staying here for? They're not going to do my comics here. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be at home with my sex robot. <laughs> so, yeah, he's a big, massive alien yeah. head. Happy birthday, <laughs> <laughs> That's got like a, an interesting song as well. The robot's got its own theme song, though, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah. yeah. So anyway, um, Rocky's gonna fight Clubber again. So he needs to go back to basics. Apollo Creed has yeah has, has offered his services. Well, what he needs, Kev, is he needs the eye of the tiger. That's what he needs, boy. Yeah. yeah. He needs the fear, doesn't he? He's the edge. The edge. What That's from it, you yeah. too? <laughs> yeah. <he needs laughs> to, yeah. You know, take him away from Bono. 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 <laughs> Sorry, Bono, but we're gonna be borrowing the edge for this boxing match if you don't mind. Have you seen that clip of uh, when he falls over the edge? 
Who's Bono? No, the Edge. Oh, the He's playing falls... guitar and he falls off the edge. <laughs> the Edge falls <laughs> off the edge. Does he really? <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to watch that in a minute. <laughs> yeah. But um so anyway, Rocky basically trains with Apollo. There's yeah. a little there's kind of like the bit first of all, he's scared because obviously Club Lang's beaten before. But he won't admit to he it. He won't admit it, so he's doing sort of half assed training. Heavy footed like yeah, so, like a like a kid who doesn't want to be at a fucking wedding. <laughs> Yeah, he's like a petulant <laughs> child, isn't he? Yeah. Just like, oh, I gotta do it anyway. Oh, why are you moaning at me? And then Apollo gets out the pole with him and thinks, right, bollocks to you then. And then his missus has to come in and give him a dry one round the old yeah. chopperoos and say, look, pull yourself together, Fucking son. Sort it yeah. Out. Yeah. It's all right to be scared. In fact, you're supposed to be scared. Yeah, now pull your do. thumb out your ass and go and fucking beat this bloke. Yeah, we can fucking move on. <laughs> yeah, I can go home and... Uh, to my mansion flip myself off the truth <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah so it only gets full into it and they that is the film that's got one of the most homoerotic scenes in it ever I always think it's when uh, the beach scene yeah Apollo and Rocky are running down the beach and of course Rocky beats him this time because he's fully committed to beating this guy so when he beats him, they both run into the sea and sort of splash and hug and <laughs> clap. It's also, it's, and it's not necessarily even just like the clothes around because, like, I mean, it's very eighties. So, but like the, the men are wearing like crop tops, aren't they? With yeah. These high socks. Um, but it's, it's Stallone has written directed this, so it'd be interesting to see what it was like in the script. But what you see as a viewer is they're running down the beach, mm. and it's just loads of these close-up shots of their waxed legs. And there's that one bit we laughed at where it's a close-up of both of their crotches, and it's <laughs> yeah. so fucking close yeah. you could smell their testicles. And it's in yeah. slow motion as well. I wonder if they'd got Joe Schumacher to film that bit. They might have done, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Or Zack Snyder, because he loves a slow motion, doesn't he? Yeah. So that scene was probably only about like three seconds long, but it did go on for about five minutes. <laughs> but it was, it's like close up of yeah. like arse and then bicep and then thigh and then wallop. There's a couple of balls in your face. <laughs> and they start, when they just run into the sea and they start splashing. Yeah. The thing is, Stallone, you don't really see much, but fucking, what's his name? Apollo Creed is fucking meat and two veg flying around like nobody's business. They are, and woo, imagine that in 3D. You'd be ducking and diving, wouldn't you? Just like that bit where he's ducking and diving away yeah. from the ball. And any other, any opportunity, yeah. when a geezer's got his shirt off in this film, they're greased up to the nine, aren't oh, they? Yeah. So when they go into the gym, into Apollo's gym, it's almost like at the same it, time yeah. we looked at each other and they're like, fucking hell, they're greased up, aren't they? The nipples were like... Baby all everywhere. Baby all everywhere, yeah. yeah. Johnson's and Johnson's must have been loving that one. <laughs> Johnson and Johnson. Johnson, Johnson. <laughs> this is Johnson. No, the other Johnson. <laughs> I was in junior high, dickhead. <laughs> um, yeah, so anyway, spoiler alert, Rocky wins this one. Yeah, and that's it, finished, done. Yeah, so... Uh, they can't, yeah, but See all, you later. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing is, like, the, through it though, Apollo keeps going, you're going to have to go for seven, seven or eight rounds to beat him. Keeps saying that. And then when it comes to it, he does him in three because basically he's just letting Clubber Lang wear himself out. Yeah, it's the whole Muhammad, Muhammad, Ali, uh, Muhammad Ali strategy, isn't it? Of just wearing out the opponent. Opponent, yeah. 
Which is a Simpsons one like that where Homer does it, just lets them punch him in the face until they're tired. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a strategy. Well, the strategy obviously works, doesn't it? Um, well, it does in that film. It does. It does in that film. Yeah. Um, but it's yeah, it's a good sort of comeback movie, isn't it? And what we said, like, it's a, they they are very they are feel good movies. All of them are really feel good movies because yeah. at the end you really do think you could. Fight someone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah that fight me right. someone short. I'm gonna have a fight. <laughs> <laughs> but no, you but you believe it. I think like is as cheesy as the films became in some some of the the films in the series. Mm-hmm. They really did have heart. You know, he they yeah. they were well written. You know, and it's not just uh, some. I mean, like the. Some of it is fairly far fetched. I mean, in this one, and, the, and I mean, the fourth one being the fact that Dolph Lundgren is fucking is just like <laughs> it's huge. It's, yeah, yeah. It's, there's no way it happened. But even in like this one, you know, and it's, they're supposed to be heavyweights, mm. and Rocky's two hundred and two pounds at the beginning, and by the time we do the rematch, he comes in at what do they say? What's like one hundred and ninety-two that he dropped? No, one hundred ninety-one. Yeah. So he drops eleven pounds, but yet Clubber Lang is like two hundred and thirty-six pounds. It's a fucking way. There's yeah. no way. They would put those it's, two people together. Even when you see Mr. T, he throws the fir- the first punch, and you can see that he could he could smack someone's head off their shoulders yeah, yeah, yeah. with the power that he just does it. Even but he's got the film. physicality, isn't he? And even the yeah. presence of the of a, of a heavyweight. Whereas like there's Rocky, who's probably about five foot three, and even at one point we pointed out that his Cuban heels were probably about <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I forgot about that. They were about nine inches high, weren't they? They were, they were definitely huge. like Brents, weren't they? Yeah. But what, one thing still we find him. still find them. still find But one thing we did, we have forgot about was uh, also at the beginning he does a charity match, doesn't he, with Hulk Thunderlips, Hogan? Thunderlips, yeah. <laughs> Thunderlips on Hulk Hogan, which um, which is an absolutely like classic scene where yeah a boxer goes up against a wrestler. Yeah. All, all for charity. And Hulk Hogan is literally just wrestling the fucking shit out of him. He's like twice the size of Throws him out of the it? ring at one point. Like, Catch yeah. me! <laughs> <laughs> Which I still think would have been funny if he did land on Club Lang. <laughs> <laughs> Get the fuck off me, fool! <laughs> I'm pretty the fool. Take my gloves off, cut my gloves off. <laughs> it would have been good if Andre the Giant had been there as well. Oh, Jesus, yeah, absolutely. <sighs> he does the old thumb up the arse trick, didn't he? Oh. Just, just check your oil. Hello! Bit backed up there, aren't you, son? <laughs> but, um, yeah, a really, a really good movie. As I say, I always like the uh, the Rocky films because it does, it does cheer you up, put you in a good mood, even though they are a bit cheddar. But yeah. also, it's to, what I said to you earlier as well is about um, when you're a kid, when you first see Rocky films. And for me, I saw a Rocky film before. I saw a real boxing match on the telly. And obviously, because you're watching a film, they don't block. They don't block, they don't block any of the punches, do they? Because it's more sort of entertaining for you to watch them both just punching the shit out of each other's face properly. Yeah, because there's one bit where they are literally just going backwards and forwards and it's not like they're jabbing. It's like they're like full on smacking the shit out yeah. of their opponent and you just think I mean firstly there's 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 endurance and fitness levels which they obviously have just gone completely out the window. Yeah. Then there's obviously like the sheer force of the punches. Yeah. You know, and it's just like by the time like 
It's like if we clobbered each other as hard as we could in the face, like two apiece. Yeah. Well, you're a lot bigger than me. Then you, my, my head would be over there anyway. Yeah. But it just, it just wouldn't last. That's where there's the whole suspension yeah. of disbelief, isn't there? Yeah. For the it, entertainment factor and the fact that he is smaller, he doesn't have his heels on yeah. in this one. I mean, it wouldn't have been quite the same films if they'd done him in one punch. <laughs> like, no, just no, Rocky no. loses every fight with this massive geezer that just punches his head off. Well, that's it. I mean, because he is—he's pretty much the. He is the underdog in all of them, isn't it? So I think that's yeah. that's what I think is believable about these films. But you know, we always want to root for an underdog, mm. um, and you know, you that's just something you really want to believe in. And when it happens, yeah, it's like a real achievement that people really get behind. I mean, it's like I suppose you could go all the way back to like, I suppose like the Second World War. You think of how much like of um, Europe the Nazi Germany had uh, had occupied, mm. and you just think like. All that was pretty, basically left was our little island, and he's like, yeah. against all odds, oh yeah, us and our allies, you know, overcome that. So there, there is that kind of underdog aspect to it. And I think that's what you get in a Rocky film, definitely. Um, yeah, and they're all, they're all, they all have their emotional moments, their emotional catalysts, and, and this yeah. one being the fact when where Mickey dies, yeah. and he's not just his manager, is he? He's like his father figure, isn't he? Like, he is. Um, and it's just that's kind of that that real moment, isn't it? Where it's uh, that's where he has to then go alone. He's yeah. been kind of been supported in that sense for, for for a while, and that's the the emotional aspect of the movie. Um, I like in this one. I really love that monologue that Adrian has on the beach, where I suppose a, a fair amount of the time she's she's kind of there, isn't she? Sure, like the the verbal dry slap or something. Yeah, yeah, and it's just like fucking pull your pants up, will yeah. you? Not your socks because they're already up too high. <laughs> fucking grow a pair, will yeah. you? Go Stop. give this geezer a right good old fucking slapping, and then come back and give me some. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> give me a good old roasting. I mean, but uh, <laughs> yeah, it is. It is like that. Pull yourself together, right? Yeah. Sort yourself out. Yeah, it's, it's it's a very good movie. They're just they're well written. They they've got everything. They've got everything you could kind of want in a movie. You know, do you yeah. know what I mean? And it's wrapped up quite nicely, quite quickly, and you know, it's. I mean, it's, this one and the next one, mm. literally, just fucking. They get on with it straight away, and then when it finishes, it's done, and you don't really need any more nah. after that. He, he loves finishing on the freeze frame as well. Oh yeah, you know, ding ding, <laughs> ding ding. Um, yeah, I think I think it's, I think, it's, I, think it's, I mean it's Rocky Three that we've done that we've watched as a standalone film it's great but I'm I wouldn't I'm not gonna mark it as a standalone film it's just a ten out of ten for the whole Rocky franchise for me uh, as a complete whole thing how many was there, there was six in the end wasn't there, there was and the, the I mean the Creed ones that they've they've done as well. <clears throat> Well, the first Creed, I was reluctant to watch it, and I watched it, and I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah. And I thought that was really, really good. Mm. The second one, have you seen the second one? Yeah. I didn't like the second one. No, the second one didn't really capture it. The second one was just like a, I, I thought the second one was just like a remake of, of Rocky Four. Yeah. Um, it was in, it, I thought, the only thing I really liked about it was it was very interesting to see where Ivan Drago yeah, was. Yeah, that was the good thing because he had been shunned by his country, obviously, because he'd lost. Yeah. But, um, but just the, the, the whole... See, Rocky Four works 
well in terms of why he does it mm. because it's he wants revenge for his best mate for for this guy killing his best mate yeah he wants revenge for it and yeah. with creed 2 it was it was creed creed's son fighting ivan drago's son yeah and he just wants he Creed wants to fight this guy to get revenge for Drago killing his dad. Yeah. Yet Stallone had already done that some yeah. years before, and and it's just even his his wife is is it Tessa Thompson is his wife? Is it Tessa oh, Thompson? Sure. I'm like Tessa Thompson. Uh, even she's just like mate, right? You're 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 the champion of the world, and yeah. uh, we've got uh, we've got a daughter now. Or, or it is a daughter, isn't it? They got yeah. a daughter. Uh, so we've got family. Um, we're doing quite well. You don't need to fight this guy. You really don't. Rocky sorted all that out, you know, bef yeah. before you were born or, you know, not long after you were born. So, you know, stop being a prick and <laughs> let's, just, let's just fucking crack yeah. on. And that was it. And, and and then I just thought the film was pointless because yeah. he don't fucking listen and he loses. It's a bit like Rocky 3 and 4, isn't it? Because he loses and then he has to go and train in the desert or something like that. They've all got the same formula and that that's kind of of what it is as I say it's it's the the underdog then you get the montage then you get the fight and I just think it's just it is what it is it's you you get that oh, yeah I know and I, and I get that I understand feel good at the end of it yeah but I mean I thought Creed worked really well and I just thought I thought the second one was just shit that was just, <laughs> I thought there was just there was just no fucking need for it and then he wants to do another one you're like oh for fuck they so, are doing another one aren't they because I think he's directing it isn't he yeah and just like, oh, it's just going to go on and on and on and on. But uh, but anyway, so I, yeah, I suppose out of the, what, eight films, if you include the Creed ones, there are two mm. that I don't like, Rocky Five and Creed Two. So yeah. it doesn't get a 10 out of 10 for me because they do knock it. I, I mean, I'd probably give it eight out of 10. I'd mm. have to knock a point off for each film. <laughs> but Rocky, Rocky One, Two... One, two, three, four, four are the best ones. Yeah. Rocky Six was great. Um, I thought because the way it kind of closed it off. Rocky Balboa. But um, yeah, but yeah, it was just called Balboa. Balboa, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But the third, the third one and the fourth one, um, I would say are my favourite ones. But the, the, I, I love they're, the, they're proper eighties films. They're proper eighties. Like yeah. yeah. The the first one is a classic for what it is. But the third, the third and the fourth one, because because they had that new kind of formula to it. The fourth one is my favourite one. The fourth one, one I would give like a nine out of ten. Um, I'd give this one an eight out of ten. Perfect. That's None. Rocky three then. That's uh, Rocky trois. Lovely stuff. Now I haven't really got anything for. If you do have, if you do fancy us doing Rocky four, and uh, we would be more than honoured to do that at some point. We will be doing it at some point. Well, of course anyway, we are. I mean, Cast like, your votes. Like your feedback on it. Yeah. If you want to do that. I'm just going to grab a beer. Do you want a pale ale or anything? I'll have, a, yeah, I'll have one of my little crafty pale ale jobbies, if you don't mind, sunshine. No, but I was just going to say, I did... <laughs> I mean, do you ever see that um, that SAS programme that you have on Channel 4 where people are doing SAS stuff? Don't watch Channel 4. Oh, you don't watch terrestrial telly, do you? Anyway, <laughs> fuck it, where can they find us? <laughs> oh, where can they find us? I want you to tell all your friends about this. Oh, oh, just just before we go, I mean, mm. just for Rocky Free for for a fact, um, I, I found this fat fact on Rocky Free, and I think it's brilliant. Right. Um, so I'll just read it out, and then we'll go on off. In, go on in. 
So according to an interview, right, uh, given by Mr. T himself, <laughs> yeah. uh, he attended the movie's premiere with, with, with his mother, right? And, Mrs. Uh, T. Mi- Mi- <laughs> Mrs. Tetley. And uh, during the scene where he, you know, he has a proper Adrian when they're doing the statue thing for Rocky yeah. and stuff. Um, and he's like, you know, you c- come home to yeah. my apartment, I'll show you a real man. His mother turned to him at that point and said, I did not raise you to talk to a lady like that. She then stormed out of the theatre. <laughs> oh, dear. Shut up, fool! Oh, that's classic. That is brilliant, isn't it? Classic yeah. mum. Classic mums for you. Where can they find us, Kev? They can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Um, if you have any, any recommendations, send it to podculturevultures at gmail.com. Please leave us some reviews. Please. And uh, please. Good ones. And, uh, oh, good. You know, I mean, if they're constructive, then, then give us feedback, you know. Um, there's nothing worse than any time receiving feedback and it's a negative one and some fucking coward has not told you <laughs> why. So uh, constructive criticism would be taken on board. If it's positive, fantastic. But don't forget, tell all your friends about us. Lovely. So... Till next time, catch you on the Liberty Fly! This is great banter. It really is.